time. Hi, folks. You are watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales here in the armpit of the San Gabriel Valley. That guy out there is Rick Levy in the San Pasquale Valley of Southern California. Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, Rick and I flipped over, over this brand, El Sativo. That is the Reposado. Tonight, we're going to taste and dissect the Añejo. This is brand new, folks. I mean, it's just, it came on the scene last year, and we were very lucky enough to get the, uh, the Blanco. Uh, it, it, for us, it was a brand of promise winner in the organic Blanco category. And now they've got an organic, certified organic USDA and kosher uh, Añejo. Um, the one thing they didn't get to us was uh, cell sheet material. In other words, we don't know anything about this this tequila, and there's nothing on the website, right, Rick? There's there's right, yeah. Minimal. We know it comes out of Nom 1480 uh, Tequila Las Americas in Amatitan, right. and we're just huge fans of pretty much everything that comes out of 1480. Um, you know, Amatitan has that fantastic you know, it's known for its the, the particular minerality uh, in the character of the tequilas that come out of there and uh, there's just so much great organic agave farming that's happening in Amatitan as well and uh, you know the folks at 1480 you know they're able to do organic from end to end and uh, there's just fantastic stuff yeah we were really impressed with that Reposal had a lot of character than 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 I suspected because it looked very it looked lighter than some reposados that we're used to having, but this is the añejo. We're gonna pour this sucker and uh, I'm using my Glencairn, and uh, again we know nothing about how we don't know how long it's been rested. We know nothing. Uh, Rick is using his tasso jarrito, also made made by uh, uh, by well, they make Glencairn for Glencairn. Um, this is a deep, rich color. I thought maybe it was dark because the, you know how sometimes the labels will play a tricks on you as far as darkening the tequila, but it's as dark as it is in the bottle. Again, lovely legs and tears. Just it's just I think that's another that's gotta be another characteristic of anything coming out of 1480. Those those string of pearls. They they cling naturally. There's nothing. There's nothing. You know, it's not like they're hesitant to come down. It's just look at that. Yeah, it's beautiful to watch. These are really pretty. It's very attractive to look at. So far, I'm enchanted by the color and the look. Yeah. That's just some. That's some pretty stuff. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the people listening to us can see this <laughs> but uh, uh but i'll try to describe it with you it, it, it's what we call a string of pearls and uh yeah there you go wow that's some pretty legs and tears that's when they start to sheet down that's when we refer to them as legs or tears uh, otherwise when they're clinging in a crown like a crown a string of pearls we call that or a crown of pearls, I, whatever you want to call it. I, I call it a string of pearls. Mm. 
Now, I'm, I'm not getting the aromas we were getting in the reposado. Are you thinking maybe they switched up the barrels for the Inyo? Well, it's deeper. Now, now I'm getting, no, wait a second. It's opening up for me. Let's put it that way, okay? I, I, I really need to let it open up. It's blooming, as we say in the wine business. Now I'm getting more, but they're deeper, richer wood notes. That's just interesting now, because the Reposalo sang to us. It, 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 there was everything. There was a whole spectrum rainbow yeah. of aromas coming out of the Repo. Right now, this is kind of one-sided. And not that that's a bad thing. I mean, you know, Oakheads might just like it like that. It's a little alcohol down in the center, like it's supposed to be. Nothing, nothing serious. It's not going to burn your nose hairs or anything like that. It's, it's mainly wood. It's char. It's what I'm getting. Mm. Um, it's almost, okay, let me say this. It's almost reminiscent of a bourbon nose versus a whiskey nose. That's what I'm sensing. There's a difference now. Maybe a light, a little bit lighter tropical fruit, like a dried fruit, but just really light. Right, not the deeper dried fruit. No, no, not like dried cherries or anything like that. Yeah, you can smell what the what the char is doing. Yeah, there's there's not as much complexity not coming out right now not presenting itself right now and I'm not, I'm not sure if it's because it hasn't opened or is it maybe that's just what that maybe that's what they were going for i said we dive in man because it's really one-sided all right let's 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 see what we get here Okay. <clears throat> wow. Everything that we tasted in the reposado is in the anejo, but amplified. Really? That's what you're getting? Yeah. Um, at first pass. It's sweeter for me. I'm not sure why. I think the the creamy quality that we had in the reposado feels a little bit thinner here in the Inyo. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I don't know if I would say amplified, but... It's leaning for me. It's leaning much more in the um, you know the kind of uh, direction of the the oak and the char. Yeah. And 
you know, before in the Reposado, it was like singing vanilla and butterscotch. And, um, you know, this is, I think I'm starting to get some dried fruit. There probably is some butterscotch. Well, the nose, the nose and the flavor um, are the same. Whatever you're smelling, mm. you can you can anticipate in the in in the liquid. Uh, that, I guess I'm getting some of that sweetness now too. There, there's more of that. Interesting. That, there's more of that hot pepper thing, and but I still don't want to call it hot cinnamon because there's no baking spices involved here. I, I'm not getting that. It's almost like they went heavy on the char. So right. that all you get is wood, and and these are for oak heads. I think that's yeah. what we're going for, um, and that's okay. That's that's nothing wrong with that. It's yeah, just it's a char that's dominating. Yeah, I, I will say if you're anticipating sensing more of what you got in the reposado, you're you're not going to get that. It's again what we're what I'm starting to see uh, uh, the trend here is that. Even within the same brand, it's almost as if they're coming up with three different expressions for three different drinkers. Right. Yeah. It's not just a, the progression of time in the barrel. No. No. And we we're used to seeing that. You know that that's traditionally how it's done. We want to see how it progresses. But now this is. I think you and I have done a few. I know I've done several with other tasters where. Within the same brand, the expressions are different. So it's almost like they're attacking mm -hmm. a different um, um, microcosm or a, or a different, uh, different market. A different you know, market. It's like three different products in the same line. Yeah. 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 And then some of them, like Mijenta, you know, that you and I did, it's almost as if, I uh, know, actually, I did that with Eric. It's almost as if they're they're completely bypassing the the añejo category and coming up with a, a strong blanco and a really strong reposado because with with that much character in reposado who needs an añejo you know this is yeah. this is an añejo for oakheads i and, think i might be getting some raisin yeah or like a prune maybe yeah 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 and you know not just on the nose but on the palate as well I think, you know, it's that kind of the the sweetness I'm picking up is like that raisin or prune sweetness, I think. Um, you asked me about the repo, if I if I would pair it with a cigar. Uh, I And then after I said what I said, I I, I said, I can't wait to taste the Añejo. This one you can pair with a, with a, with a robust cigar and it'll stand up. Right, because from the char, it has almost a smoky quality to it. Yeah. Yeah, if you're a Scotch drinker or or you know you're into like Pappy Van Winkle, uh, you know that kind that sort of that sort of if you lean in that direction, this is not going to disappoint you. Um, it's it's a valid it's a valid uh, uh, category to go after. It's probably a dominating yep. character. Yeah, it's it's uh but it's but it's not as complex. It's really just one sided. It's just this is who we are. This is what we do. And this is where we're going. And yeah. I get it. I understand it. And you know, it's not that it's not that it's not blooming for me. Um, 
I will say that I really enjoy the complexity, the layers involved in a reposado. That to me, that's a work of art. Yeah. This, this one is is just made for a, a whole other category of people. And again, not that that's a bad thing. It's still an organic añejo. Yeah. So it's a, it's a valid profile, but it's uh, yeah. it's really discontinuous. <clears throat> There's really a lot of sweetness as well, but it finishes dry, I think because of the char. The sweetness to me was, at least at the entry, was reminiscent of the Reposado, but once it gets to mid-palate, it changes completely to what it really is. Are we getting any agave in this, do you think? You know, the, the Blanco had a lot of character to it. And uh, I'm not picking that up. I'm, I'm not picking up those notes here. Yeah, I'm not either. And again, not a bad thing. I, I'm not. We're not yeah. dissing the. We're not dissing the brand because I tell you what. I think Rick will agree with me. It's a brand of promise nominee in the Añejo. Or oh yeah. Añejo category. I can definitely compete. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Category. You can compete even outside the organic category. I think maybe that's what the. That's yeah. what going for. They wanted to compete with the mainstream that's out there and and they did it right this this is a, this is a valid flavor profile um if i had my choice between the repo and the añejo myself <laughs> i would go reposado okay but that's just me you guys might be different oakheads will not be disappointed cigar smokers will not be disappointed um if you want to give this as a gift you will not be disappointed um and I think it's sweet enough. Here's the thing. I think it, on the entry, it's sweet enough to attract uh, the female market that leans in that direction. Not that they all do, because I know I know a lot, plenty of women that want to have their tequila and their mezcal, you know, grab them by the shirt collar and shake them a little bit. Um, and that's cool. I like that. Uh, but but this is, I think this is a, you know, it's, it's like a unitard. It fits everybody. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's plenty of guys that lean toward that profile as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, anybody who's have class azul is going to lean in that direction, right? <laughs> uh, but but you know, for the for the true oakhead who really appreciates his whiskey and his scotch, this is this is this one's for you. Uh, cigar clubs out there, uh, I know that there are several. In fact, Jim, uh, one of our one of our uh, TJs has his own cigar club and he, he likes to bring his tequilas and stuff this is this is a great one for a cigar club and there are plenty of cigar places in southern california and other states that meet regularly and have you know um and and try different spirits and they, they do the pairings this one right here the el sativo don't don't this is a sleeper in in the in the in the oakhead category okay it's it's gonna it's gonna surprise you. Would you do a uh, an uh, an old fashioned or a Manhattan with this? Absolutely, I think I think so. Well, you're 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 the one that's got the the classic cocktails down. Uh, Alex likes to experiment, so he'll he'll put other things in classic cocktails that don't normally go there. But you you may, yeah, yeah definitely. Put this in it's, you know, I do, I do enjoy a Latin Manhattan uh, made with uh, something that has that amatitan minerality as sort go. of a, 
a, a departure from your typical Manhattan profile. Yeah. Well, next time I visit you, and I'm I'm threatening you now, I'm going to come down, <laughs> and I'm and I'm not coming empty-handed, okay? Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna, you know, I, I he's famous for his cocktails, folks, uh, <laughs> and so is my sister-in-law. She's famous for her martinis, uh, which I love. I want. I'm not even a martini drinker, but she can make me a martini, and two of those, and I'm done, man. Wow. So anyway, um, yeah, I think that this is cocktail worthy. Uh, in your classic, so this is worthy in a classic sort of way. Uh, if you're, you know, in a gentleman's club, in in a in a in a woman's club, um, whatever whatever, if you guys meet and drink together socially, this is not going to disappoint. I think this is this is really a a, a meetup tequila. Um, I I really like where they went with this because every one of these is different. You know, from the Blanco to the Repo to the Anejo. It's again, that's that's the trend, folks. It's the trend. It's what's coming up now. It's what more and more brands are doing. You, you're you're not going to see a natural progression of of tequila from Blanco to Anejo. You're going to see three different profiles to fit three different individuals, and that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. As it's opening up, the, the dried fruit is coming out more for me. Yeah. Uh, the, the more I, I go down in this, uh, um, as I sip my sample down, and again, get yourself a really great glass. Get a Glencairn or get a, a Stasso Jarrito because that's going to help you dissect what we're talking about. You're go And you may yeah. find... You may find other stuff out of it. You know, I don't know. Tell us in the and comments. And also, you know, and if if the uh, the tequila you picked up is is trash, this is going to tell you right away. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't hide anything. You you can't hide a diffuser from the Jarrito. No, no. Um, as a matter of fact, we used to say years ago when when the Riedel came out when it became popular in two thousand one, we used to say that the Riedel would bring out the nasty in the tequila. And then people discovered how to mask the nasty. Uh, but a, a Glencairn or a Stossel Jarrito, Stossel makes Glencairn, by the way. Yeah. Either one of those brings out the nasty in a tequila. Yeah, yeah and you know, they're a very similar shape. This is a, a wide bell, narrow chimney. Um, you know, it creates the surface area in an enclosed space to really allow the aromas to concentrate and then get focused through the chimney. And Rick actually wrote, you actually wrote a, a big dissection of the glass when, when we, uh, when, when Harito asked. Yeah, so us. we were involved, we were involved in evaluating the initial prototypes when, um, when the Harito was, was in the design process. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, that experience, it was my first experience in that kind of an evaluation. And, you know, I was, I took it very seriously and uh, I did, you know, this whole analysis of, you know, where the focus is and all of that. And, uh, you know, much like uh, the way um, they have evaluated various wine glasses. Yes. And uh, yeah, it was a fantastic experience. If you haven't figured it out yet, Rick is our, 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 or closet nerd. <laughs> I'm not a closet nerd. No, I wear it proudly. No, you're a fool. No, I've he's out of the closet a long time ago. Uh, and yeah. yeah, he's but he's our he's he's the guy that you know when when things need to be dissected. We did if you watch our Merrill, 
our, our dissection of Ram, Armero was due to him because I couldn't keep it straight in my head. I have to understand. He has a whole diagram, a Venn diagram of this whole, this whole, we had like seven, watch, just watch the review, folks. There are seven, seven different um, iterations of Armero in seven different glass bottles or, or plastic bottles. No, they were glass. Well, yeah, they were. Well, a couple of them were like you know encased in plastic. Um, but Rick did the dissection of each of the flavor profiles and the brands and where the root of that brand came from, and it was it was eye opening for me to go through that whole thing. I think we did the whole tasting in like one night, right? We did all seven oh my profiles. God, a marathon, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. You got to watch that video, folks. So anyway. So, so Rick, you know, he, he helps us uh, really die. If you want to dive deep into some of these tequilas, that's why I send Rick, make sure that he gets some of these samples because. A, uh, so a, a, a wine, you know, a wine expert is called a sommelier. Yeah. And, you know, a tequila expert is a catador. Right. And I like to think of myself as a catadork. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, folks, you've heard You're from not the claim to be, you know, an, an expert, but I'm I'm certainly a dork. He's got samples, folks. Oh my God! If he, he off camera, he showed me a sample that he's hoarded of, of Classe Azul. It's horrendous. Okay, but anyway, I won't go. I won't go to that. This is a whole other thing. Maybe for a whole other video. But right now, that's our take on El Sativo Añejo. This is organic. And kosher, folks. It's safe for you. You can you can have it on holidays, on high holidays, and you can you can also drink it with pride. Um, it's I, absolutely I, safe for the oakheads in your life. Yes. Um, also, they do a lot of work. Go check them out. Uh, El Sativo. Um, I guess it's ElSativo.com. They do a lot of charity work as well. They support the the bartender community as well. Um, the owners behind the brand are are come from varied. Um, uh, backgrounds. One of them is, a, is actually an entertainer. The other one, uh, Bob Summers, is I think a scientist. Um, yeah. You know, there's, so this whole, guys, there's this whole lifestyle collective kind of around this brand. You know, it's like when we got the original Blanco, they sent us this whole swag box, included like sunglasses. Yeah, wearing the shirt. Yeah, I'm wearing the shirt. And there was, you know, these beautiful handmade, uh, you know, brooches. I've got one on my on my cowboy hat up there, and I pinned another yeah. one on here. And... Uh, yeah, there's these these people are no joke, man. They are they are they are serious as a heart attack when when it comes to their tequila. And I love it. I love I love supporting you know brands like this. Again, brand promise nominee in the añejo category. It's El Sativo. What do we know about the pricing before we sign off? Ah, yeah. Uh, Old Town Tequila has it for $49.99. That's cheap. Oh, my God. We're going to need yeah. a bigger truck. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need a bigger truck just to back up the truck, load it up. Uh, but anyway, folks, that's our take on El Sativo Añejo. I'm Mike Morales here in Southern California. That guy out there is Rick Levy, a little bit further south. A little bit further south. Uh, you've been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit the notification bell. Give us a like and follow Rick. Follow us on all of our social media. But whatever you do, tomar sabiamente.
sip wisely.